Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. Welcome back to Womenness Podcast, the Womenness Podcast. That's right. Whether you're listening to this at home, in your car, you've locked yourself in your laundry room and no one can find you, we will not tell anybody. Mm-mm. This is your time. That's right. 60 minutes. <laughs> My child found me. Yep. <laughs> we didn't lock ourselves in the laundry room. Hi, bud. What a cool conversation. Oh, man. I had been looking forward to that conversation for quite some time. Have I felt you? like I met a celebrity. <laughs> you were a little, like, starstruck. Oh. You were a little starstruck at the beginning of that. I sat there and I was like, this is, and I know of her because of you. Right. But I also was kind of like, this is your moment. <laughs> Make it count, Katie. <laughs> it's like when I met Luke and I forgot how to talk. Yeah. <laughs> and my friend was talking for me. She's like, Jen likes this. He's like, oh, that's great. He said, honestly, I thought you were mute <laughs> at first because I wasn't talking. And he's like, uh, it was fine. But you, I loved your questions, though. You did? Yeah. Thank you. I thought they were very thoughtful. And I don't know why this isn't like a feedback <laughs> right now. but Feedback sesh. It's just always fun when you're having a conversation. I think that's what I enjoy about like us getting to co-host this together is you ask questions that I may not have thought of and it just, it's a, like a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like you just, you are so good at keeping things on track. So <laughs> I feel like I can just spew my questions, my random yes. questions, and then you'll always like steer us back oh. which is good no i like i like what you do this is a good little tire pumping session yeah keep going <laughs> that's all i got I I'm just that's all i can do to pump your tire today <laughs> i got no other tire but we've seen too much of each other this week i've <laughs> seen a lot of each other <laughs> well what what did you enjoy most um, about getting to well, meet obviously, your idol? My idol, Nat. Mm. She's adorable. She's smart. She's sassy. She's confident. She's everything every woman should strive to be. And I think duh, like I think about just watching her. That's how I I want to be able to walk out the door and feel confident in my skin. Like what woman? Right. Human doesn't want to. Right. And also the concept of just like checking yourself in the mirror like why am i do i feel good do i feel mm-hmm. cool am i doing this for me or am and i not doing thinking it for about others right i oh. was trying to finish your sentence you did so <laughs> good instead of cutting off your <laughs> <Yeah>. thing <laughs> that's what i was gonna say God. maybe a different word pattern but yeah um yeah so i her mom is amazing Lindsay. she said she was shy but i didn't find her shy at all i thought she was so well spoken and yes. just just like natalie smart confident so calm and grounded and collected incredible mom i feel like i have a new idol i want i want to i want to see Lynn's does takes on the world i don't know like (laughs) yeah i feel like i sat there and was like and i have a new mom idol yeah she is cool yeah and i'm so thoughtful about the way she parents yeah and she has four kids three boys Mm -hmm. span of what 10 years between them all yeah just I kept wanting to ask her parent questions about like, oh yeah, as a parent and like how, and she talks a bit about that, how she, how each of them has challenged her to parent differently and what it's taught her and how her upbringing has influenced her parenting. And, uh, also like she's in the season that I can, 
I mean, I'm not quite in the season that she's in, but just trying to figure out like, like who you are, what your interests are. Like, I know I like to go to the pool, but do I like to go to the pool because he likes to go to the pool? Right. Like when I'm not with him, what do I like to do? I don't know. Yeah. Isn't it weird? I was mm -hmm. thinking how she was, so mm -hmm. Lindsay is trying to figure out who she is when she's not parenting. Yeah. But, and then I was thinking about you and how much has changed in your life in one year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It is crazy. So crazy good, but. It's like been the greatest year ever, and it's also been the hardest year ever, and I'm also like, what the fudge am I doing ever? Because <laughs> I don't even know. And it sounds like that doesn't change. You just yeah. maybe become a little bit more, like, grounded in the core of who you are. But on the surface, things kind of shake and rumble a bit. Yeah. Isn't that life? I think so. I think whether people have kids, have a daughter, I feel like this conversation is going to be really valuable just as like a woman trying to find yourself and, and your place in this world without the judgment and, and feedback of others interfering. Right. Yeah. I, and I hope that if one thing that people can take away is don't be mean. Yes. online why are people mean online or just, in person in, yeah at all like <laughs> we, we don't need the meanness but especially online i think people feel like they're behind their phones they're behind their computer they can say whatever they want and at the end of the day you have to remember there's another person on the other side of that right who has feelings is doing the best they can yeah most likely anyway i love the conversation i'm so excited to Share it with our community. Me too. And here is what we have coming up next for our community to get together. We have some awesome opportunities to connect with our community, starting with this weekend, Saturday, October 14th, 10 a.m. We are partnering up with Rachel, who was on last week's podcast with the Sensory Project and doing a kids hike. Uh, really, it's a hike for everyone, but it will be more kid focused uh, and definitely more accessible for a younger age group, including a meditation led by our team member, Amber. Amber not only helps or runs really our marketing side of things, but she also runs and is the organizer of our Powerful Minds Project for kids. So we are very excited for that. Again, you need not have kids to come. You can come as you are. This is for all of our community. Uh, bring your friends, bring your family. And then we have on Wednesday, October 25th, we are partnering up with Cycle Bar to celebrate their seventh birthday, which is ironic because this month is also our birthday as Womeness. We are turning four, so it's a fun little collaboration that we get to do with them. I will be team teaching with Erin on our team. That will be at 4.30. If you cannot make the 4.30 ride, we also have a 5.45 and a 7 o'clock, and really all of our instructors over at Cycle Bar are phenomenal. So you can't go wrong. Uh, we would love to invite you though for a little women's power to that 4:30 ride though. And then on Saturday, November 4th, we have our women's in the wilderness at 11 o'clock. Gives you a little bit of time to sleep in that day. Time for the day to warm up as we will be doing a bike ride through downtown Boise. We'll still have some of some of the uh, luscious fall foliage. And we'll be biking through downtown Boise and ending with either a little bit of coffee time at Push and Pour, or there's some great women-owned wineries also along the Greenbelt on that side of town. 
finally in December, we are going to be meeting up at Grove Trailhead. That'll be Saturday, December 9th, 10.30 for just a leisurely little holiday, pre-holiday hike. You know, that time of year can be a lot of things. It can be chaotic. It can be a lot of emotions. It can be joyful. You can feel all of the feels. And we invite you to slow down with us and to just be present in this space with a community who is supportive and encouraging of each other. We will also have a meditation that day with Lauren Lee from Calm Point. And that takes us through the end of the year. Oh my goodness. I can't even believe it. We will start to launch our January, February lineup. I'm pretty excited because um, I think we might have a little bit of snowshoeing. Maybe a little indoor rock climbing. That's still a little wildernessy, but a great lineup for you. As always, if you have thoughts, ideas, suggestions, let us know. Otherwise, we look forward to seeing you there. And without further ado, here is Lindsay. Hey, Womeness, and welcome. I'm Genevieve Nutting, the founder of Womeness Community and host of the Womeness Podcast. And I'm so pumped you're here. My team and I have created this space for women as like you to feel seen, heard, and empowered. Each week, we'll launch a fresh episode with resources, stories from women as, and tools related to mindfulness, movement, and community. More than just a podcast, this is your weekly source of energy and connection with the many inspiring and relatable voices of women as. In a world where we are constantly on the go, let this be your landing space where we can slow down and come together. This is the Womeness Podcast. To the cloud. Well, gosh, thank you so much. I know you have a busy day. You have four kiddos. I cannot even imagine. I only have one who is just one now. And that seems crazy in and of itself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Some days I wonder how I do it too. (laughs) (laughs) You're super mom. That's what it is. Women are superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. Lindsay, how is your, so with your parenting, have you noticed like your parenting uh, style has adjusted from that first one to Natalie? Yeah. Well, and it was a huge adjustment. So I was a single mom with my first one. So going from parenting single mom to parenting with someone else was an adjustment in and of itself. Wow. Um, And I was a teen mom. So I feel like I was a teen mom. And then when I had her, I had just turned 30. So there's like a huge difference there. (laughs) And I feel like there's benefits to both. But yeah, my parenting has definitely evolved. I'd say she was my biggest change. Um, I remember doing our gender reveal party. And um, the boys all wanted a girl really badly, all four boys, my husband too. And I did too. But when the pink confetti popped out of the balloon, my whole world, like, oh my gosh, I was so confident in my parenting. Like, I've got this boy thing. This is, I know how to do this. And I just remember like, oh my gosh, what am I going to (laughs) do? So I am in love with your TikTok. I actually like, I don't scroll through TikTok very often. Like when the pandemic hit, I was obsessed with being on TikTok, but now I honestly go and I look up, Nats get stressed (laughs) and it always like makes me so happy. So I, I just, I love what you're doing. I love 
watching Natalie. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. She's like cooler <laughs> than anybody. I know. Yeah. <laughs> cool. you, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I just love even watching her in the background. Natalie, you are, do you, do you go by Natalie or do you prefer to go by Nats? Her dad calls her Nats. So that's usually what she prefers. Gotcha. I get that. That's mm-hmm. like, he goes, I call him Theo. His name's Theodore, but Luke calls him Teddy. And so I have a feeling. Nope. Uh-huh. Here. Yeah. But I was going to say, Nats, you were wearing like a statement bold red. Oh. It's one of my favorite colors. It's actually one of our branding colors that we use when we like want to have a really like bold, powerful punch to it. So I do not have TikTok. I'm one of the few that is holding out. I tried to get to do TikTok a couple times during the pandemic and I just, I don't know. It sucked me in so much, uh, but I do watch your videos because Katie will send them to me and then I will specifically <laughs> look them up because she, Nat, you are so, I feel like people could watch you, Nats, and just learn about what it means to truly feel confident in their body and like who they are. And I mean, how do you think that your upbringing, Lindsay, influenced you to raise her to, to be that way? I mean, obviously she's her own person, right? There's only so much that you can do, but there is an influence from you. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, actually that's a huge part of it. You know, I think as moms, we do the very best that we possibly can for our kids, but it doesn't matter like how perfect we are. There's going to be something that our kids are going to look at and say, I want to do that differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would definitely be clothing and the way that I was raised. Um, a lot of it was dictated by my mom and it wasn't like bad. It wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. that I hated what she chose, but she definitely had a lot of say in what I wore or didn't wear. And same for my sister is me and my sister. And she had that with both of us. And I, remember that being an argument between my sister and my mom way. She handled it way younger than I did. I chose to argue it when I was in high school, she chose to argue middle school. And I just remember being like, that is not what I want for my kids. And that's been the way it's been since my first son, he wore suits every single day to school until he was in fourth grade. (laughs) Is this your oldest? Yeah. 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 And that's just one of those arguments that I'm not willing to have. But mainly because I think it's one of the earliest ways where kids can learn and express who they are safely. And if I can help encourage that self-exploration at such a young age, she started figuring it out when she was like two, what she loved and didn't love. And she had very strong opinions all the way back at two. And I just don't see a need to tell my kids what they can and can't wear. So I think seeing that when I was growing up and then watching all of my kids have that self-expression and especially her having the confidence that she has, that's something I wish I had. And I think allowing her to figure that out at such a young age was something that she can control. Like at two, they can control their clothing. They can say yes or no. That's, you know, something easy they can learn to be confident in who they are. Yeah. I, my mom growing up, I don't think it was so much that she just wanted me to explore my myself. She just was exhausted. I think <laughs> just like wear what you want. I would I don't have, care. I my brother actually wore um, Superman underoos and like he would uh, safety pin a red towel to his back all through <laughs> like up to through kindergarten. Yeah, and, yeah. So we and my I would like cut off the my tights. 
so they would be like leggings but then pull socks up to meet them I mean I was not yeah really as cool as Nats yeah but I'm trying (laughs) boy did I try I still try to be honest (laughs) how did your TikTok get started so we ended up on fashion TikTok and Natalie saw Sammy and I don't know how to say her last name um Jeff Coat okay Jeff Coat just pause really quick because I that was one of my questions like I don't know who Sammy is Nat brings her is it a woman Uh she brings her up all the time and I'm always like who is Sammy yeah so she's a fashion influencer I don't know what country she's from she's not here she's a fashion influencer very um edgy like Natalie with what she wears so Natalie started watching her when she was like one we started watching sammy before she even had a million followers on tiktok and now she's over two million mm-hmm. and one day natalie was just like i want to do a sammy video and i was like oh. all right we might as well try it so we tried it and that was it just took instantly wow. like i thought we would have like three people you know interact with our video and people started <laughs> tagging sammy like crazy and she responded to like the first our first few videos and so it took off because of Sammy. And then there's also mm. Damien that she watches too. He's also a huge influence for her Okay. on what she does. So like the click, click, clap comes from Damien. Okay. Yep. Is the, is the end of the, uh, all of them end with done? Is uh-huh. that, it's like a Natalie. Sammy. Okay. That's okay. Sammy. The okay. audio. So friends is Natalie, but the done is Sam. Oh, I love audio. So. Adios, so. Adios, <laughs> friends. <laughs> so good. Um, has there ever been anything that she is like experimenting with that you're like nervous about how it's going to be portrayed? I know she wears, I have a sleeve, Nats, if you want to see. But Natalie, you see her tattoos? <laughs> no, she's, she's like, busy. I'm playing with she's a happy busy. birthday. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, she does full, full makeup. She wears. Uh-huh. Pretty um, intricate tattoos. I mm-hmm. love every bit of it. Yes. But I imagine, and you've kind of mentioned that there has been some some pushback on some of that stuff. This year, she's going to the same school as her brothers for preschool. And I was really worried about how that was going to go over. Like, are they going to say anything? Um, so we have a conversation at least once a week about who do you dress for? And she says, for me. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, so is that going to be for everybody? Is that going to be for all of your classmates? Are you dressing for them? And she'll say, no, I'm dressing for me. And so it's like, well, what, what happens if they don't like what you're wearing? She said, well, I like it. So I was worried about that. We have not gotten any comments in person, yeah. but um, my blocked list on TikTok, I can just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling oh, yeah. because people are not nice online. And I think that's also a good thing. Her her oldest brother will get onto TikTok and scroll through the comments. And like, I have to stop him from (laughs) responding to people. But I think it's a good thing for all of the kids to learn. Like you are not going to be for everybody. And if you're going to put yourself out there and be who you want to be, you're, you are, you are doing that for you. You are not doing that for anyone else. Mm -hmm. So it's something we've had to, as a mom, I have seriously debated so many times, just shutting it all down. Like it is not worth the comments. It's not worth what's happening, but then she'll ask to do a video or she'll want to show, she always says you guys. So she'll want to show you guys everything. Mm -hmm. And I think pushing through that and 
reminding myself, Natalie's teaching me so much about like self-expression mm-hmm. and being comfortable in who I am, teaching myself and the kids that that's okay. And you can choose what you want to hear and ignore what you don't. As long as you're comfortable and happy, then that's, you know, ultimately what matters. Yes. I love that. That was, we were, I just listened to, we can do hard things. Do you listen to that podcast? Mm -hmm. And she just had the attachment doctor on recently. And she talked about exactly this, the, just like having that conversation with your kids. Why are you dressing this way? And how do you feel in your body when you go out Mm -hmm. in public like this? That is the most important thing, but again, but also some people aren't going to like it. And you might, there might come a day when a kid comments on Mm -hmm. what you're wearing and how, you know, like bringing that home so she can come home to a safe place and Mm -hmm. feel like she can tell you about what's going on. And I don't know, that whole episode was so, I love the whole attachment theory and raising Uh securely attached kids. Mm -hmm. And yes, like you're doing that. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I love even just hearing you say this. It's something that we've, we had a conversation with a woman about yesterday too, talking about expressing yourself through your own sense of style and people, you know, we get fit into these stereotypes. And I, we talked about it too on my podcast when we did like a birthday podcast. And it's like, there's this age where like around Nat's age, where we get to express ourselves and we don't really even realize that there are people out there who might judge us or tell us otherwise than what we should do. And then almost like, you know, if we're fortunate enough, when we get older, kind of like you're teaching your daughter, we realize again, like, it doesn't matter what society tells me I should dress to or conform to. Like I'm a personal expression of myself, but then there's an in-between phase where we get lost in this, like understanding that people can have opinions of us that are other than our own. And I'm wondering you know, have you always had this perspective of self-expression? I know you said something about your mom kind of with telling you guys what to dress or maybe monitoring it. You know, when was the first time you remember feeling like you had to either conform or restrain from expressing who you are? Yeah. Um, I vividly remember, I'm sure it happened before, but I vividly remember in high school, I was one of those kids back in the day that wanted to be the goth kid. So like shopping at Hot Topic, getting those like black, you know, big pants with the chains all over and all that. I was raised in a very, very conservative home. (laughs) So I remember coming home with those and my mom was like, nope, 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 you can't wear them. And I remember like, well, I'm going to. (laughs) So we came up with a compromise that I could wear the pants without the chains. But as a teenager, I just put the chains in the pocket. Right. And (laughs) yes, yes. So, well, so I was homeschooled, so I didn't get to leave the house. Mm -hmm. So it was, I put them on to go hang out with my friends. So I remembered that the first time that my son wanted to wear a suit to school and I remember hesitating, like no one else wears suits to school. Mm -hmm. It is middle of summer, <laughs> the end of summer in Colorado, we're in 90 some weather. Are you sure you want to do that? And I remember saying, are you sure to him? I said it out loud. And I remember as soon as I said it, I was like, mm. he is sure. He already yeah. told me what to wear. Mm. I'm doubting him. I'm wow. hearing other people. I'm not hearing him. And I remember saying to him, hang on, wait a second. If you want to wear that, go for it. That's awesome. So, I remember those two moments being really, really 
pivotal in how I was growing up and then how I decided to raise the kids. It just, it's like such a brave, I don't have kids, but I do have a niece. I have several nieces and a nephew. Um, it and a just, goddess child. And a goddess child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just seems like such a brave thing because you want to protect your kids at all costs. You want to protect them. I remember my niece when she was in high school or junior high, she was being teased. And I just was like, something in <laughs> I like wanted to go to the school and confront uh-huh. some little junior hires. <laughs> so it, it, I imagine it takes so much bravery to let Natalie explore and do things that ex- I don't know, explore her self-expression in a way that again, some people might find, I don't know, have opinions about make judgments, on, yeah. make judgments on maybe your parenting as well. Like, yeah, yeah so- Absolutely. Yeah, I think there's probably more of a judgment toward my parenting than there is toward Natalie, which I'm fine with. I prefer the judgment. Like I can filter that just fine. But I think especially with her being so young, I think that there's probably more toward me than there is toward Mm -hmm. her. I'm hoping that I can instill in her now what she feels comfortable in, how we handle that, making sure that she's always dressing for herself and absolutely no one else. And that by the time she hits the age where more will head her way, that she's already very secure and comfortable in who she is. Yeah. Mm, I love it so much. Mm, I know. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about, you know, even through our emails, the conversations that we've had. And as I'm stepping into this, this new role of, of parenting and I'm realizing the, I'm I'm very fortunate. We're one of the last ones of our friends to have kids. And so I've had a lot of really positive role models to watch and see how they parent. And I align with, you know, their values. And, but I had my first kind of experience of being at the park and noticing like, it's like all eyes are on you. Mm -hmm. And I, gosh, in my heart of hearts, I would like to think that it's not because people are judging what others are doing. It's more of like, Hey, what are you doing with your child? And Uh, I know with me, I'm watching what everyone's doing. Cause I'm like, okay, what, what, what do you do when your child does this? And unfortunately I do think there is a lot of mom shaming and we see a lot of it on the internet, especially with people feeling they can say whatever they want. Yes. I'm not expecting you to solve world peace, but do you have any thoughts on like, how do we fix this? How do we solve it? Or how do we influence moms to be more supportive and encouraging of diverse parenting styles? Yeah, that's such a hard one. And that's something that I've struggled with. Um, I struggle to make mom friends for that exact reason. Yeah. I really struggle with that for that exact reason. Um, I don't know that I have an answer, but I think, I think, Natalie has taught me more than any of my kids to just listen to our kids. And I think if we were to listen to our kids more and less to other moms, because there are so many different ways of parenting. There are so many different styles, so many opinions, so much, you know, someone might've had a generational curse that they're trying to break that no one else Mm -hmm. has even experienced. So they don't even know about it. I think listening to your kids and maybe Hang on, she wants to show you her gym now. Oh, oh wow! wow. <laughs> nice, Nats. The talents just keep adding up. <laughs> Another thing I, oh. I could do. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I think if we stopped listening so much to 
people online, strangers online, and instead listened to who we built our community around, including mm-hmm. our kids, that we'd probably be a lot better off. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. There's so much information that no matter where you turn, if you make a decision, someone will tell you it's wrong. Totally. No matter what, like even like telling Natalie, you know, check before you cross the street, someone Mm -hmm. will be like, oh, well, you should have let her figure that out on her own. (laughs) Or someone else will be like, why would you ever tell her to check? You should check. You're the parent. You know, I feel like it does not matter. You're going to do something wrong for someone somewhere. And you just have to lean into who you are and who each of your kids are. Because I parent all four Mm -hmm. of my kids so differently. I am a different mom to each one of them. Hmm. I'm taking notes as I'm like, okay, parenting 101. What do I need to remember? I was having this thought this morning though, because I have a child who does not want to sleep. And Katie, that's why he's on this podcast all the time. He just doesn't want to sleep. And the same thing with sleeping style, people are like, you can, you should let him cry it out. You should only let him cry for two minutes in the crib. You should watch him as he falls asleep. You should let him sleep on you. And it's exhausting. And it gets to the point where you even, I mean, we let him be naked all the time because he just wants to be naked. Uh, mm-hmm. That's part of actually why I don't even know. Well, my husband and I, we decided we didn't want to find out what his gender was. Okay. Um, and part of it being like in this day and age, there's so much expression of self. And I didn't really want it to start with him being told like who he is through his, the color of his clothes, mm-hmm. you know? And, and uh, I think I just went on two different tangents there, but you know, really, <laughs> like you said it, they'll tell you how to parent them and who they are based on their choices. And it's just, it's been cool to watch him become his own person and kind of teach us more gosh about ourselves. And, you know, I think I went on so many tangents there, but the question that it led me to is like, what has Nat taught you about yourself? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So coming back around to what I said about panicking when we had the gender reveal. Yeah. It kind of was the same thing. I was feeling the exact same thing that you just said. Like already I have all of my friends had every single one of my friends had a daughter. I was the Mm -hmm. only one had only boys. And instantly people were giving me advice on how to parent a girl. And I remember being like, oh my gosh, she is just a child. Like she is going to be a baby just like my other kids were babies. And I, I can't process everything that you are saying to me. And I think she has taught me more than anything, how to be a confident female, which I try really, really hard with three boys and a girl. I try really hard not to do the female male. I think my kids all, they overlap somewhere, somehow, no matter what they overlap. But I also think there's a lot the world is a lot harder for a female to be confident than a male to be confident. I watch my boys be confident in like anything that they do. Mm-hmm. And it's easy. I watch myself. Natalie is very, very, very confident in who she is. And I watch myself learn from her. Like mm. I see her, I see her choosing what she wants. And she will even say something to the effect of so-and-so won't like this, or this probably doesn't match for whoever, but I like it. And I've started doing that myself with any choice I make. So-and-so might not like it, but I'm comfortable with it. I like, 
Wow. Oh man. That's we all need a Nats in our life. I know. I have I have her in my <laughs> well, life. Well, you I'm do. Like, we all do. We all can, today? right? We all can. <laughs> I think it's so I I teach cycle classes and there's a common theme that's come up a couple times in my class and and it's resulted in the idea of like we we you know, when you go shopping and sometimes you'll buy something where you're like this, this makes me feel good. And it it makes me feel unique or it makes me feel fun. You bring it home and then you try to put it on in your own environment when you're not, you know, out and about. And you're like, I can't wear this. Like the tags don't come off. You're going to return it or you just stick in your closet. And it's like, how, how do we get the confidence to wear it? Like wear the dress and the heels, even if no one else is wearing it or, you know, where, where are the chains on your pants? Even if no one else is, where are the bright colored lipstick? Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I think that I had this uh, full circle moment at a bachelorette party recently. And Katie knows the story, but I got called a booger in fourth grade because I wore lime green sparkly pants and a lime green sparkly shirt. And I thought I was, I thought I was the bomb. um, But then, uh, you know, when it's again, people make these comments about you and they stick with you. And, and after that, I was like, I can't wear these again. And I wore lime green um, flare pants to this bachelorette party. And it was like a full circle moment of, you know what? I'm going to be who I want to be and wear when I want to wear. And mm-hmm. I, I just, I wish as a society, we could worry less about what others are doing. You know, as long as it's not impacting people in a negative way, you know, but like how someone dresses isn't influencing, you're impacting you and you know, what's the work maybe behind, behind that, like that makes you feel that way. You know, when people are commenting on your page and feeling the need to express that when it's a girl who is having fun and feels confident, like, yeah, I, don't, I mean, there've been, there've been actual like, um, threats sent to oh. our messages of people saying you should never, ever put your kid online like that. How could you, you're such an awful mom. And it's really, been something to work through. And I think that has actually in a very weird turn of events also built up my confidence. Like, mm-hmm. no, <laughs> we are fine. We yeah. are doing so something so uncontroversial, something that Natalie completely does on her own. It's not, she says when we make a video, she says when we don't, she comes up with anything that is said in those videos, unless she doesn't know how to say a word or what day it is. She's got it all. <laughs> if you don't know Sammy, you don't know this part, but Sammy always talks about her juxtaposition of clothing. She's always missing things. I have bloopers of Natalie trying to say it and it is the fun. <laughs> I keep thinking about posting it, but she tried like 30 times and finally gave up. She was like, see how these are different. <laughs> <laughs> she knows what it means. Yes. Oh my gosh, so cute. Wait, because I don't know who Sammy is. How old is Sammy then? What's the age difference between? Um, well, so I don't know. She's a she's an adult. Her she just posted mm-hmm. last week about her husband turning forty. So okay, I assume so she's, she's an adult. Adult. Yes. So yeah, I'm she has picturing like a, a child who knew how to say just juxtaposition. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, look at this is. I'm behind. (laughs) No, 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 a full adult. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been that learning curve of ignoring people online that are not nice and building that confidence around like, I'm fine. We're fine. And this is what we want to do as our family. And if you disagree, you can just leave my page. You don't have to be here. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. It goes back to, we just had a, one of our team members on who talks about being the expert of herself mm-hmm. and you are 
and within your family, you're the expert for your family. Like we don't need the opinions. You know what you're doing. You know, it's not, there's no harm being done. And that is, you actually hit on something that also causes a lot of doubt uh, for me Mm -hmm. as a parent. Like I'm supposed to be the expert of my family, Mm. but am I getting it right? Am I doing everything that I'm supposed to? Am I checking off all the boxes for all of my kids? Am I, am I going to say something today that's going to send my kid to years of therapy by accident? (laughs) 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 But my sister made a really good point. She was like, I don't think there's any successful adult that won't go to therapy at some point in their life and likely bring up their childhood at some point in their life. So you need to let that go. (laughs) And she's not even a mom either. Like, how are you so good at this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's just all in, uh, you, you seem to have a great awareness of, Mm. of what is happening, you know, uh, of how to have good conversations with Natalie and I don't know, just Mm -hmm. keeping the awareness there. Yeah. What are the moments that remind you though, that you're like, huh, self high five. I'm a freaking awesome mom. (laughs) Well, I really do love all the comments on TikTok that say that, that kind of just like reinforces it for me. But I think the biggest one for me is as you guys witnessed, she is incredibly shy. She, she, (laughs) her teacher talks about how patient she is. I don't think she's necessarily patient. I think she's just so shy. She's not Mm -hmm. willing to say anything, but Mm -hmm. watching her, I'm also a very, very shy person in person. Um, I will just, I like to listen and that's about it. Um, But watching her confidence because of her ability to express herself and she will walk into, like she will lead her three older brothers who are very much bigger than her. And she will lead them into stores. She will lead them wherever she bosses them around. She puts them in their place all the time. And I just, love it like that and I I don't know if she would have been that way as strongly as she is now if I hadn't allowed that self-expression I feel like allowing that allowed her the confidence to be like this is who I am I am comfortable where I'm at right now and I know things and I'm gonna tell you that I know things I also love that she's just building this confident base before she really goes out into the world and Yes. And and like you said, she dresses so well and beautifully and comfortably for herself. But that's another thing that I have no problem dealing with, but that we've had to deal with that I vent to my husband about all the time is people are always with her. Um, like, oh, it's so sad that she's already putting on makeup. Oh, it's so sad that she's already got such a strong focus on her appearance. But her brothers have shown up in videos. There have been no comments whatsoever about how could you teach him to put on cologne at such a young age? Uh Why are you telling him to put on a suit at such a young age? The, the, the gender problem there is so huge. And I have such a problem with that. It's like my, I will go on and on about this for forever, but like people will say like, how could you do that to her? But then when my boys show up to school in a suit, they're like, oh my gosh, he is so handsome. Look, he's so powerful. Wow. But now he shows up super dressed up. Oh, what's the occasion? Oh, sweetheart, you know you can wear sweatpants to school, right? Uh, like, uh, <laughs> wow. wow. So the difference there is just crazy. And it makes me mad. <laughs> that, that would make me mad. I When I lived in Crested Butte, 
Crested Butte's just so, um, have you visited there before? So it's like this little kind of 70s-ish ski town. And the median age, I think, is like 25, which is when I was there. And all the women are just so like, like snowboard, ski, just outdoorsy. (laughs) And I had to really like come to into myself when I lived there because I like wearing makeup and I like being a woman. And so I started like putting on makeup and feeling feminine. And it was, it was a challenge for me because that was not the culture of Crested Butte. It is interesting what we have to do as women mm-hmm. to just show up in a way that feels yeah. comfortable to us. Well, like feel accepted. Right. And it like doesn't no. stop at any age to be challenged by that. Have you guys seen the Barbie movie? No, not yet. yet. We have you seen it? I I actually just went last night, and there's yeah. a part in there about like. Do you guys want not want me to give anything away? No, tell me because okay. I need to go see it. And the more I hear, okay. about it, the more I'm like, we need to, we need to take <laughs> yeah. a couple hours yeah. to see it. Yeah. So tell us. So there's one part where the Kens are brainwashing the Barbies, and mm-hmm. they're like getting the Barbies to do. There's they brought patriarchy to the Barbie land, and. At one point, all of the Barbies, like they have their own, you know, careers. So Dr. Barbie, whatever, all of the Barbies are like wearing these super short skirts and these really like showy outfits and everything. And then they're snapping the Barbies out of this. And one of the Barbies snaps out. And she's like, what am I wearing? And they're like, yeah, it's because you're so-and-so Barbie. Do you want to put on a pair of pants? And she's like, yeah, that's me. This isn't. And it was just like, oh my gosh, Natalie wow. can resonate with that so well. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I want to kind of segue for a second because you said something in your bio, which was that you talk about wanting to help your kids uh, find their way in life without losing yours. And I think that is, gosh, I think through any experience we go through that challenges us to really like reconnect, especially becoming a parent and you're trying to, like you said, do the right things to raise them to be good humans. You know, how is this becoming a mother helped you to find your way in life? Yeah. So like I mentioned, I became a mom really young. So for a while, it felt like motherhood was like blocking me Mm -hmm. from becoming who I was. And I really struggled with that. And I don't know because I only have experienced first time young motherhood. I don't know if that's because I was young or if that's just how you kind of feel at the beginning of motherhood. Like this has like completely put a block in who I was and what I was doing and how I was managing my life. But that's been really, really, really been a struggle. Um, I'm not sure I have the answer. Um, I still am trying to figure out who I am outside of my kids while also still being a mom. But I think it comes back around. It just keeps, for me at least, as a mom for my family, it keeps coming back around to who are my kids? Who do I want to lean into them being? And can who I am as their mom help them become that person? So if I don't know who I am and if I'm not comfortable with me, then I figure that out. Like if there's something that my kids are doing or saying or acting that bothers me, I pause and try to do some internal like work. Like why is that Mm. a problem and why is that bothering me? And then I can figure myself out, which is really helpful. Sometimes they like pull that out of me and I'm not ready, but they pull it out (laughs) anyway. And then I go help them figure out who they are. And I think you're right. Like I'm ultimately in life, like we're always figuring out who we are. And this was a conversation we had yesterday is in our relationships, we're trying to figure out who we are in our relationships and 
um, who the other person is as we evolve through those relationships together. And at the end of it, like for you to show up the best in any relationship or in any role of your life, it's knowing who you are and like willing to, you know, I felt like when I first became a mom, it was like relearning, well, still like relearning who I am and what my interests are and trying to stay connected to who I am. And, and so when you, if someone were to ask you, which I'm asking you, I guess I'm someone <laughs> to describe like, like who, who is Lindsay? Um, and what are your interests? Is that something that you feel like you can answer? That is so tough. Who is Lindsay? I can answer, but who, what my interests are, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've been a stay at home mom for nine years. So it's been, um, figuring that out, but <laughs> you witnessed Natalie, a very strong willed <laughs> female. Um, that is also who I am. I am very strong willed, very passionate about the things that I believe in and willing to stand up for them, even with against or for my kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's who I want to raise too, is really strong willed individuals that are comfortable saying what they believe. But as far as my interests, I really am trying to figure that out. It's my first time having no kids at home in nine years. Oh, and I wow. just, yeah. So I, I don't know. Wow, I don't so know. Fresh. Yeah. Like very. Okay. Canvas. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I found a, um, I guess a reel that was a, a mom and she, her, her youngest four years old going to preschool and, and for the first time in however many years for her, I think it'd been like six, just being at home and trying to figure out like what to do in a two hour span of time for her. And, and in her mind, she's like, okay, well, I'll do the laundry. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll make sure we've got the groceries or, or I'll, I'll get her, you know, her child's art project stuff together. And it's, it's like, until you're in that role, it, it, to me, always sounded weird. I was like, what do you mean? You don't know? Like my parents or my friends would become parents. Like, what do you mean? You don't know what your interests are. Like do what you used to do. Or I think, you know, again, going back to males versus females like my husband continues to go golfing continues to have a Mm -hmm. softball club just had his fantasy football league and for me I'm like what do I do that like I don't know and so I don't I don't think I can answer that but is there something that you would like to do that you've been wanting to do or that like maybe it's been on your list that you're yeah. going to out, you have the time for you? So I wrote down like a checklist of things that, cause I was in that same kind of thing as what you just mentioned. Like, I'm going to get the housework done. I'm going to make sure all their stuff is in order. I'm going to, you know, tackle the basement and clean it out or whatever. So I wrote down, I can only spend 15 minutes of my time without kids on cleaning. And then I have to teach myself a new hobby. I am not going to go into something oh. I've done before. Never. I won't touch it. I've been there. I've done that. Obviously it didn't stick if I'm not doing it now. Yeah. I'm going to try new things. And it could be something that I do at home, like learning how to knit, or it could be something like I'm going to go learn how to rollerblade at our local roller rink type thing. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It's the idea of like, you've already fit in those spaces. And if like, it's not tugging at your heartstrings to go do it again, like it's time to time to fill new spaces. And what a great example. I mean, not to bring it back to, you know, being a mom, but also like, what a great example to set to your kiddos that, you know, you are actually, my best friend is so good. She is so good at being who she wants to be doing what she wants to do. She's like the strongest, most empowering female. I know she works full-time as a nurse. 
She goes and does her excursions that she wants to do. Her and her husband go on vacation. Like she does everything. I'm like, why, how do you manage that? She's like, it's because I don't want my kids to see me sitting at home doing nothing, staring at my phone. I want my kids to see me loving life because I want them to love life wow. too. And so she's, she's like my whole inspiration for figuring out my life. <laughs> oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. Oh gosh. What a great place to get to. Well, yeah. I put a game together that actually I feel like falls in line with what we're talking about right now. Instead of it's Nats gets dressed, it's Lynn's. I think I called you Lynn's Lynn's <laughs> gets fill in the blank. And so we want to know more about like, what does Lindsay do and what does she prefer? Um, so I start off with just like some kind of light, hard one. So Lindsay gets what toppings on your pizza? That actually is so funny. <laughs> you remember <laughs> the movie? Um, was it Runaway Bride? She didn't know how she liked her eggs. Yes. I just, yes. Recently, yeah. just recently figured out how I like my pizza because I've been eating my husband's pizza or my kid's pizza. Yes. So I can actually answer that. I like pepperoni yes. and jalapeno. Yes, me you too. Do. Okay. Oh, do you, do you like pe- pineapple? Because my husband my, does. Oh, that's my favorite combo is pepperoni, jalapeno, pineapple. It's that's like what a he spicy oh, pineapple okay. margarita, mm-hmm. but pizza. <laughs> but pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, that's it's the it's the baby steps. First off, finding out what your pizza is, uh-huh. and then what's your new hobby going to be. Yeah. Um, what is your go to coffee order? Because I can only imagine how much caffeine you need to keep up with all those kids. <laughs> um, if I go to Starbucks, it's the, the shaken espresso, brown sugar shaken espresso. Yeah, okay. that's my best friend's favorite. Uh, what is your personal favorite expression, expression pieces for fashion? Is that what you'd call them? <laughs> statement yeah, pieces? Like statement, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what's my staple piece? Um, yeah. I really like t-shirts that say things like all of mine say things. Okay. <laughs> so cool. oversized what t-shirts are- that are like, like this one, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, what does that one say? Grow positive thoughts. Okay. Oh, my love that we're looking at new um we're making some new branding things and i love i love a good mm-hmm. statement shirt that says something that makes people yeah. like stop i have a hat that says the most magical thing you can be is you and all the time i love making people stop and they read it and they're like oh that's <laughs> huh? cool. yes. yeah that's why i like the t-shirts and i feel like it gives people something to talk about too like if we're trying to make small talk <laughs> yeah yeah i like that okay this will be a great prerequisite to you, like planning how you're going to spend this time. You get 20 minutes to yourself and you can't do housework okay. and you can't do anything for your kids. What do you do? I, I really like to work out without interruption. I mm-hmm. love that. I, it's one of my triggers if I get interrupted while I'm working out. Totally. So I would probably do a workout. Okay. Cool. I love it. And you can get such a good workout. That's something I've learned about since being a parent. You can get a great workout in 20 minutes where before yeah. Before kids, I was like, oh, I'll spend an hour in the gym. No, mm-hmm. save your time. Do something else, those 40 minutes. You get, have you taken a weekend away from your kiddos? Um, I have taken a weekend away with my husband, but not by myself. Okay. So you get an all expense. Oprah just stopped by. She's like, you get a weekend to yourself and I'll pay for it. Where do you go? Harry Potter world, without a doubt. Cool. Okay. Nice. Are you going by yourself or are you taking a friend? Cause they're going to get covered too. I think I would probably go by myself. I've been with family. I've been with friends. I'd probably go by myself. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. We were talking about this with Jasmine, women traveling by themselves and just how freaking empowering it is. Right. It really is. It really is. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see here. I know you only have a few minutes left. We like to end our podcast by asking each person, you know, what is something that you are womanifesting, kind of like manifesting, but womanifesting okay. for yourself? And then what is something that you hope for the future of womaness? Okay. So something for myself, I am working really hard on trying to be confident in expressing my needs. Mm-hmm. So I am, that's my, that is my top number one thing. And it started with something simple. Like I told everyone I was going to order my pizza toppings and they could pick off the house if they wanted to. Nice. <laughs> Love that. Perfect. Is that something that obviously if you're working on it, something that you have had a hard time doing in your very, life? Expressing very, like yeah. I have never, ever been able to. And she's part of the reason why I'm now figuring it out because she has no problem with it. And I'm like, everyone online says, I want to be like her. I'm like, I legitimately want to be like her. Oh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, and then for the future of women, I just want, I want what Natalie is building already. And she has mm-hmm. talked about, she wants to spread it through her school too. I want women to dress for themselves, not dress. I don't, I feel like we are told to dress for the job. We're told to dress for the event. We're told to dress for, you know, whatever we're doing. We're never, ever told to dress for ourselves. I want women to be able to dress for themselves and still get what they want to get. Yes. Awesome. Oh, I love these. Gosh, thank you so much again for your time. You are just a joy. I wish we had more time together, (laughs) but I am so grateful for the time we've had. Thank you for sharing Nats with us and the world. Where can people be inspired by you and by Nats? Probably on TikTok. On TikTok. Okay. Nats get dressed. Yeah. Cool. Nats get stressed. All right. Well, Nats, I love your outfit today. You have such a great smile and your artwork. Are you going to show us one more piece of artwork? Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, she goes, I'm going to get another one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. You, my friend, are very talented. I cannot wait to see more. And uh, I can't wait to see what tomorrow's outfit of the day is. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) We're planning a video tomorrow, so you'll probably see one. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. You're doing a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hey, Womaness, thanks for being a part of our community and listening to this episode of the Womaness Podcast. Here at Womaness, we are committed to growing and evolving as a community together. If you found this episode brought value to your life, share it with a Womaness who empowers you. And while you're at it, help other Womaness find this podcast by giving it a like, subscribing, and leaving a review. You can also find additional resources and opportunities to connect with Womaness by subscribing to our newsletter linked in the show notes, as well as on our Instagram, Womaness Community. Until next time, be good to yourself and be good to others. We'll see you at the next episode of the Womaness Podcast.